Thank you for listening to the Happen to Your Career podcast. This is a special episode. This is episode 300. And we are bringing out a bunch of people today to give you a behind-the-scenes look at several aspects of the HTYC podcast. We're going to hear from several members of the HTYC team. We also have several surprise guests that will be a treat both for you and for Scott. By the way, my name is Joshua Rivers. I'm the Career Happiness Content Architect, which is just a fun title for Content Manager. Not only are we celebrating 300 episodes today, but this month we're also celebrating seven years and one million downloads. So we're sharing a bit of how we all met Scott and how HCYC has helped us. We're also going to have some of the best tips if you feel stuck in your career, and we're going to have a little bit of fun at the same time. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Well, I'd take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how Scott became the host of Happen to Your Career. In North Idaho, born and raised, in the library was where he spent most of his days, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and reading some books outside of the school, when a couple of jobs that were up to no good started causing trouble with his happiness. He got fired one day, and his wife got scared. He said, I better start working to happen to my career. He whistled for a friend, and when he came near, his head was bald and his smile was weird. If anything, he could say that this friend was rare, but he thought, nah, forget it. Your home's time to podcast. He woke up to record around four or five, and he yelled to Mark, your home's time to go sing. He looked at his podcast, he was finally there to record episode 300 of Happen to Your Career. very literally this podcast and everything that has come along with it, the company that exists, the people that are in the company, the people we've had the opportunity to help, which many of we've met through the podcast, none of that would be possible. And we wouldn't be in a position to change anybody's lives if it weren't for, if it weren't for you, if it weren't for you listening. And being able to share the show and being able to tell friends and family and coworkers about it, zero parts of this would be possible without it. We would not have gotten to 300 episodes. So thank you. It really is so much of a portion of my life. And I'm so thankful every single day. It feels like a pinch yourself moment a lot of the time that the way that I get to serve people and show up in the world is primarily through this podcast and and this organization. And it absolutely would not be possible without your help. So I I just really can't put into words how much I appreciate it. Hello, this is Kwame Christian, the director of the American Negotiation Institute and the host of the Negotiate Anything podcast. I met Scott three years ago when I was starting my business and he was my coach. And I tell you, I would not be where I am without him. And not only has working with him been an absolute pleasure and changed the direction of the business and frankly, my life, 
um, we've become fast friends. We're still in touch. We talk all the time and I've been able to meet him in person a couple of times, which is great. Felt like meeting a celebrity. Um, so for other people out there who are feeling stuck in their careers or in their business, um, I guess the two things that I would suggest doing is number one, um, ask yourself this question. What would you do if everything in the world was free? So if there was, if money was not an issue, what would you do to spend your time um, and find meaning in your life? And that I think is, is one of the first questions I asked myself uh, when I was finding direction. And number two, work with Scott. <laughs> work with Scott. That is the second thing. That's what I did. And it worked for me. 300 episodes, that is a significant milestone, something I hope to accomplish as a, as a podcaster. And um, if I had 300 anything other than episodes, I would say 300 hours because time is always at a premium for professionals. So if I could have more time, I would, I would have more of that. But I just want to say thank you to Scott and the Happen to Your Career team for doing such a great job in building the business and helping thousands of people all around the world. Just keep up the great work. And I am very, very proud of you and very, very happy for you uh, with regard to this huge accomplishment. Keep it up. Hey, so that was Kwame Christian. He's actually also one of the guys that Scott meets with on a regular basis in his mastermind group. And we're actually going to hear from a couple guys from his group as well, including our next guest here, Dave Stahoviak. The tip that the advice I would have for someone who's feeling stuck is to move on something small. The tendency for a lot of us, and I'll put myself in this category too, of people who are part of Scott's listening community and who think very intentionally about our careers, is we want to move on big stuff. We want to do big things in the world. We want to make big changes that will help others and be meaningful to our, our, our own lives and our careers and the people we have the privilege to be able to influence. And the thing that I find most often with the people I'm working with is I'm encouraging them to start smaller because we get so caught up in wanting to do the big things that we often don't start with anything. And one of the best and most consistent ways to be able to change your behavior is to start with something little and to do it consistently. Um, that often opens up the door to change. It's the path to personal change. It's the path to organizational change. And too often, I've got fallen in the trap of like, I want to change something big, and I ultimately do very little with it. So my invitation would be is just start with something small. Take five minutes a day to move on something that you're not moving on right now. And I think it's less important what you do during the five minutes and more important that you spend five minutes doing it. Because once that practice is there of that intentionality of taking action, then you open up the doors to be able to do more down the road. All right. So again, that was Dave Stahoviak, and he has been on the podcast a couple times, actually. And so he is also in Scott's mastermind now. And so I was curious if he remembered how they first got together. I'm not sure I remember how I first met Scott. I can't recall if he reached out to me or I reached out to him. I think he reached out to me and 
made the invitation for me to be on the Happened to Your Career podcast. And what I do recall in detail is being very surprised at how much research he had done about me <laughs> during the conversation and what great questions he asked. I'm not used to that level of preparation uh, when being interviewed by someone else and was really taken aback by that in a good way. And it's actually one of the reasons Scott and I have become friends and talk regularly uh, to be helpful to each other. And that reminds me of the great quote by Bill and Ted. And that's when they said, be excellent to each other. But that's probably a different strain of thing that we're not going to cover on this podcast specifically at this moment. But I also want to be able to kind of bring back a old face. Well, maybe not old, but someone from the beginning. And that is Mark Sievercrop. He's the one that helped Scott as he was starting Happen to Your Career. And so Mark was a part of the first several episodes for, I don't know, a year and a half or something like that. And so he was very instrumental in the beginning part of this very podcast. And he has been back onto the podcast a couple times now since that time. And so, again, here is Mark explaining how he first met Scott. Well, um, it was a dating site. No, just kidding. <laughs> See, we can't even, I can't even start with that a joke. No, uh, Scott and I met through a mutual friend. I was in a BNI group, uh, Business Networking. Is it Networking or Networkers International? One of the two. I had a, a meeting with this guy in the group and kind of told him what I wanted to be doing, uh, coaching and consulting and those types of things. And he said, oh, my goodness, you got to talk to this friend of mine, uh, Scott Barlow. He's he's doing some of the same kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I can't remember. I don't think he introduced us. I think I just like he gave me Scott's website address or something. And so I went and looked at it and like emailed him or messaged him or whatever. And I was like, hey, we should meet up. There might be some stuff we could do together. And so he's like, yeah, OK, cool. And so we met and I think we went to uh, a restaurant called Michael's on the Lake in Moses Lake, Washington. Really good food. He and I actually still go there uh, probably once a quarter. We we switch between some different places when we have lunch, but we still go there sometimes. And so we had this lunch and we were talking about some of the stuff we're doing and some of the stuff he's doing. And I just remember walking away from that lunch thinking, yeah, he's never calling me again. <laughs> like, he's not going to want to talk to me ever again. But I learned later on that that's just kind of Scott's personality. Like, and I'm sure podcast uh, listeners will know this. Like Scott thinks through things. So like you'll say something and he'll just sit there and then he responds and it's probably frustrating as heck when you're editing podcasts for him. But uh, when we were having lunch, I just, I felt like he was just trying to figure out a way to get out of this lunch the whole time. And then I realized later that wasn't the case and we ended up doing some stuff together, but that's how we met. Okay. We are recording. We are live. We are. Take two. Intro slash socks. I thought it said socks. Okay. The intro course slash ducky sounds and rows take one. We get emails all the time from people saying things like, I just can't figure out what my passion is. Or, I don't really even know where to start. Or, I just need to get my ducks in a row, then I'll know what to do.
Do people have a problem getting their ducks in a row? I mean, do ducks just have this natural aversion to not being in a row? And why does it matter with your job search if your ducks are in a row? Does that only matter if you apply at Aflac? And if you're applying at Geico, do your geckos have to be in a row? What about Twitter? Do you have to get your birds in a row if you're applying at Twitter? And what are they in if they're not in a row? Are they in a parallelogram? A quadrilateral? And is there some societal norm that we don't know about that precludes ducks from being in a row? Or is it the opposite way around? Did the ugly duckling get branded as being ugly because he wouldn't get in a row? So all of his friends bullied him and started calling him ugly until he went home and cried to his mommy duckling? Duck, duck, duckling, duck. And another thing. What if you don't want your ducks in a row? What if you would rather have your ducks in a bunch around you? Or having one out this way and one over this way? What if you want them in a triangle? Is it really that big of a deal if your ducks aren't in a row? And if the mother duckling doesn't, mother duck doesn't know that her duckling is out of a row, does it even matter? Does it change anything? I just don't really know why it matters if your ducks are in a row or not. What does that have to do with your job search, and why can't you just get going without your ducks being all in a row? That's a good question. I would have to say an octagon. Yeah, it's like MMA for ducks. I love duck octagons and triangles. One tip I would give to somebody that feels stuck in their job. When I started working with Scott, it was right after I had left a job that uh, completely drained the life out of me. I mean, the guy I worked for was great. Uh, He and I are friends to this day. But I was working like 75 hours a week. I was out of town. I was either leaving at 3 or 4 in the morning and not getting home till 7 or 8 at night, or I was staying overnight out of town. And I remember being in that job, and I, I felt like it was just like I was never going to leave. I, I was going to be there forever. I was stuck. Um, you know, and it was one of those, and I'm sure people can relate, where because I worked so many hours, I got paid quite a bit. I mean, I got paid overtime. <laughs> and it's hard to replace that. And the thing that I always come back to, you know, and I know Scott and I talked about this on the podcast different times and, you know, I've told people this since, but the thing I would tell someone in that situation is it never lasts as long as you think it's going to. Um, You know, when I look back, I realize, wow, you know, that things changed a lot quicker than I thought they would. And I think when you're in that situation and you're, you know, you're at that point where it's just miserable every day, you're getting up, you're you're struggling to get up, you don't want to go to work. You know, I was to the point where I would get sick, literally physically sick Sunday nights. And I didn't want to go to bed because I knew I had to go to work the next day. And then, of course, that made things worse because then I was exhausted. (laughs) It's no fun to be exhausted at work and it makes it even more miserable. That's just just this vicious cycle. But when you're in it, you feel like it's never going to end. But I've always experienced that looking back, it changes a lot quicker than you think it it will. So, I mean, keep pushing, keep looking for other things, keep listening to Scott and doing the things that he teaches. And things change quicker than they than you think they will. And you'll look back and be like, all right, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was. Or it didn't last as long. Maybe it was as bad as you thought it was, but it didn't last as long as you thought it would. I feel it's, it's obligatory in these interviews, Josh, every time you talk to me about this, uh, for me to mention that I was with the company right up until he started making money. And then I was gone. 
And I, I consider that a service that I provide for people. I can I can come into your company, you can uh, pay me, and then I'll leave, and then your your profits and podcast downloads will increase. So um, if anybody's interested, just reach out. But no, I mean, there was, oh man, there was so much stuff. I mean, I think one of the most important things for me was when we finally did uh, decide to go separate ways, and it was completely amiable. Otherwise, we wouldn't, you know, you and I probably wouldn't be talking right now. Scott would be like, don't talk to that jerk. Uh, we're still great friends. And I think that was in and of itself was one of the biggest things was just the the value that he placed on on our friendship. And, you know, the other thing that I learned was just, I mean, the, the things that Scott teaches, like he he means it like and he believes this stuff to his core because the conversation we had, we took a break from the podcast for like three months, I think it was. And during that time, you know, he sat down with me and he said, hey, you know, is this really what you want to be doing? And I was like, ah, I don't know. And that's an awkward conversation to have, you know. And he just made it really easy. And he said, look, you know, I mean, we're all about helping people, you know, happen to their careers, do the things they want to do. And he's like, if if career coaching isn't that for you, he's like, then you should go do what you want to do. You know, you should go do something else. You should focus your time and effort on on whatever that is. And for me, that was one of the most freeing experiences I had, you know, to have, have this, this really good friend of mine. We became really good friends by that point, you know, and our families were friends and we hung out a lot. Uh, to have him, you know, have that belief in me, uh, but more importantly, just to teach by his actions and by, um, by the things that he said and did that, that doing what you love to do is the most important thing was, was huge. And, and it really helped me because, I mean, at that point, the business was me, Scott, and Alyssa. I mean, that was it. There was nobody else. And so, I mean, there was a lot of stuff I was doing that if I stopped helping him, he had to find another way to do it. So it would have been easy for him to to not want me to do that and to try to keep me uh, there, but he didn't. You know, I'm not saying I'm the best help in the world, but I mean, some help's better than no help. So I, I think for me, that was one of the biggest things as I look back. And it wasn't it wasn't a certain instance. I mean, there's a lot of really cool certain instances I could share too, but just kind of that overarching, the way it quote unquote ended, I guess. And I feel like it never really ended because he and I still talk business all the time and I give him ideas and he gives me ideas and we talk through what's going on. And so I, I feel like I'm still a part of it kind of, but um, just just that ability to to put his, I, I guess, you know, in a way, put his money where his mouth is, you know, and to to be willing to say, hey, if this is what you want to do, like go do what you want to do. That's okay. That's cool. We're good. And and that was just that was huge for me. If I could have three hundred of something, what would it be and why? Uh, it, it would be something to do with soccer. I love soccer. So I mean, maybe it's uh, three hundred tickets to Seattle Sounders games. I think we'll go with that. What is three hundred tickets to Seattle Sounders games? <laughs> this turn just turn into Jeopardy. The next person I want to introduce you to is Allison. She has been on the podcast a couple times, and she is actually working with us on the HTYC team with some of the Career Change Bootcamp people there. And so I asked her how she met Scott in the first place as well. I met Scott when I was searching for how to be awesome at your job podcast. And I figured my career finding solution was being awesome at my current job. And then he was on a guest on 
a different podcast and I immediately clicked on his and went to the website and it asked if you want to sign up for the eight day course and no, I love to hate my job. And I'm like, this is my cup of tea. So I joined the eight day course and then I immediately signed up for career change bootcamp because I knew it was what I needed. And we had the call with Scott and I connected with career change bootcamp and everything snowballed from there. He taught me how to ask myself the questions that I need to ask to mature in whatever area I'm trying to grow. So questions that regarded what I actually want and how to dig down to find the answers that other people weren't feeding me. And that was the most helpful. And here's a quick tip that Allison had for you. Talk to people. Talk to people, talk to people, because you never know who's going to be a great resource and who's going to connect you to another person or training or have that job suggestion that you never even thought about. I would have 300 small flower gardens, each of a different kind, because it would be happy and it would be like a French castle garden. Or maybe 299 and a keeper to keep all of them because I don't want to upkeep it. I just want to look at it. It would cover a lot of space. So it might need 300 acres as well. All right. So talking about people that have made their appearance on the Happen to Cure podcast several times, one of the most downloaded episodes was episode 147 with Lisa Lewis as she was talking about breadcrumbs in your career. And so here's Lisa explaining how she first met Scott. So Scott and I met on the interwebs back in 2016, I want to say. I was a career coach early in my career, and I was looking to devour any and every resource possible about career change, career happiness, career transformation. And so I found Scott's podcast and like you do, just started binge listening to all the episodes. And I reached out to him after listening to a few just to say, you know, thank you for putting this free resource out there for people. You're delivering this awesome value. This is so cool. And he said, hey, let's hop on a call. And little did I know back then when we were on that first phone call, what would transpire in both my life and in the ways that our our paths crossed. You know, later, significantly later in 2016, I actually came on the Happen to Your Career team as a career coach. And it was only a product of having reached out to him to say thanks in the first place that he knew who I was and knew what I was about. So... We met on the interwebs back in 2016, and then in 2017, I actually got to meet Scott in person in Moses Lake as we were doing a planning session for one of the programs that he's running. So in case anybody is wondering, Scott really is as cool in person as he sounds with his sweet radio voice on the podcast. If you can only give somebody one singular tip about feeling stuck, it's like that tip has to be the key that unlocks the door that they can walk through that has all the other possibilities in it. And so I feel like that tip has to be, you have more choice than you think. You have more agency than you think. You have more power than you think. You have more options than you think. 
Stuck is a decision. Choosing to stay stuck is a decision. And you can wake up any given morning and choose to make a different decision. And it might sound like I'm blowing a whole lot of smoke because when you are in the thick of it, I get it. Feeling stuck feels like like a life sentence. It feels like it is going to be the way that your life is for the rest of your days, that you're never going to see the sunshine upon your face ever again. But stuck is an invitation from your life that says, this ain't working anymore and something needs to be done. So if you make the decision and make the choice that you're going to do something, anything, you know, it doesn't have to be as big as choosing to work one-on-one with a coach or do a group program or anything like that. It can be telling your boss you're feeling stuck. It can be telling your partner or your family that you're feeling stuck. It can be listening to a new podcast that might help you get unstuck. It might be reading a book, but you have so many options and all you've got to do is just start by trying one of them. Yeah, well, there's, I think there's a beautiful intersection point between recognizing that stuckness is a choice and also seeing that constraints breed creativity. So if you're feeling stuck because you feel like you have to keep this job because you have to be making at least this much money to be paying your mortgage and you have to have at least this type of benefits to support your family or like whatever those things are, go ahead and write those down. Because, you know, having too wide of a playing field and too many options in front of you can totally cause paralysis too. But thinking about, okay, here are the non-negotiables and here are the things that make me feel like I have no options. What might be possible if I believed there was another option out there? What might be another pathway that I could get all these same things in a way that might feel a little better, might be a little bit more fun, might be more fulfilling? Up next, we have another person on Scott's Mastermind Group, and that is Chris DeFirio. Well, I was introduced to Scott via uh, Dave Stahoviak, who I had been listening to for a while, um, Coaching for Leaders podcast. And uh, Dave invited me to be a part of a group of podcasters uh, in a mastermind that uh, Scott was a part of. And that introduced me to Scott and his Happen to Your Career podcast. And that was about two years ago or so. And through talking to Scott and through listening to his podcast, I think one of the main things that's been helpful is that Scott has a very um, intense focus on and really can pinpoint the drivers for success in somebody's career. Um, I've certainly been on the receiving end of that, uh, whether that's questions that make you think about your uh, assumptions about your own course of action in your business or, you know, through great questions being asked on the show uh, during um, interviews. So I'd say those are the main things that I appreciate about Scott and happen to your career. I've just benefited enormously from having his voice in my life. I think the first thing that I would say to somebody who feels stuck in their current job is to really take a step back and see if you've really explored all the options within the place you you currently are. So a lot of times when I've felt stuck at a, a job, it's because I've let myself assume that there's nothing deeper that I can do. There's I, I know everything that there is to know about the people around me and the job that I'm doing. And you know if I haven't really explored all the options truly... Um, or, or, or even pushed myself more than I feel comfortable in my current position, then I can't really trust my own opinion about whether or not this is the right fit for me. And of course, if you have done that and it still feels like you're stuck, 
I guess it's really time to take an inventory of the lessons you've learned over the course of however long you've been at this particular job. And then, you know, think about what you would want that would be different of a future job and then start um, searching, start uh, listening to episodes of Happen to Your Career. And I, I think you'll find some clarity there. So this is an interesting question. If I could have 300 of anything, uh, what would it be and why? Um, I would have, and this is going to be weird, but um, I would have 300 uh, portions of specialty instant coffee. And I, you know, I have to explain that because, you know, I work in coffee. I work in specialty coffee. I have a pretty high standard for the coffee I drink. Um, instant coffee is usually not the greatest, but in recent years, there have been a lot of companies who have kind of cracked the code of how to use really high quality coffee and make a very actually tasty cup of instant coffee. Um, and, as I work in coffee, as I get busier and busier, I just want a, a easy cup of coffee sometimes. And when I'm traveling, I don't, you know, have access to the best coffee a lot of places where I go. And I just want to have an arsenal of convenient, really um, good, a good cup of coffee. So there you have it. If I had 300 portions of uh, nice specialty instant coffee, I think I'd be set for a really long time and I wouldn't really have to worry about um, not, you know, getting a good cup of coffee when none's available or, you know, even really having to work at making a good cup of coffee when I feel extra lazy. Scott, I just want to let you know that you are an inspiration to me. And that's such a cheesy thing to say sometimes like, you know, you're so such an inspiration. But um, I really admire the kind of productivity that you have and the constant churning of the gears. I say, you know, in our group, I see it happening where you're constantly thinking about how to reprioritize things so you can, you know, make sure that you're taking care of business, you're taking care of the people in your business, your audience, um, your clients, and your family. And you're prioritizing things according to, you know, family first, and then, you know, how to take care of those around you in your business. It means a lot to me because I, I want to prioritize things that way. And um, your work ethic and, you know, stamina for business and your energy for, for ideas and trying things out and, and helping people is really, it is inspirational. So um, keep it up. Really thankful for you and congratulations on 300 episodes. All right. So the next person you've already met on the podcast, this is Philip. And he is the director of student success here with the team. And he does a lot of things, a lot of it behind the scenes, but also a lot of it interacting and connecting with a lot of you. I met Scott virtually through Twitter because I kept bugging him with really funny and stupid gifs, gifs, however you say it. I remember sending a Kermit the Frog one. I know if you're familiar with the Kermit the Frog and he's typing really fast. And I was like, hey, Scott, I sent you an email. You haven't responded yet. And now it's off to the races. And so I met him over Skype. But in person and in real life, I actually met him at South by Southwest in Austin of 2018 when he was doing a live podcast recording. And I didn't know if he knew I was coming, but I knew I was going to meet him that day. And I 
emailed him. I like knew where he's going to be at the time. And I just like popped up like, Hey, Scott, Philip, nice to meet you in person. He's like, Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. So not only is Philip cool, apparently he's also a stalker. And I met him and his wife, Alyssa, and a couple of our CCB students that had gone through our program and ended up having a wonderful day meeting him. So online turned to in-person meeting in, uh, <laughs> in Austin, Texas. It worked out because now joined the team and have been loving every second of it. And that's one of the things we teach all of our students is putting yourselves in those situations to succeed. So I practice what you preach. <laughs> When you asked the question if I could have 300 of anything, my first thought just went to like desserts. I don't know why. I just want 300 desserts. What if I could get all that or if I could get like 300, you could see where my priorities are now. It's either food, so 300 like churros, I love churros, or like I think I get tired of cupcakes, so I wouldn't say cupcakes. Or like maybe 300 passes, like one, one destination or um, round trip passes to 300 locations that are cool locations like across the world. Maybe that's what I would want too. Like a, here's, a, here's your uh, flight pass for here to Paris and back. There you go. And then I have like one for so many other cities. Depending on the day, of how hungry I am to, you know, how much I want to go and explore something, you might get one of those too. Uh, now I feel like I should pick something more like sentimental, like maybe 300 hugs. Maybe I'll just give 300. Yeah, no, it is a of fun. You know, if we had to think about some of the biggest ways Scott and Happen Your Career has really helped me, um, I remember writing down you know, like I think all of us on the team were very goal driven. And I remember writing down in January of 2018 or even the year before, um, it's always been my goal to really join a team and be part of a community. I tend to be more an extrovert. I like to work with all the people on our team, but, but even in my past work too. And I think one of the ways happened your career has really helped me more specifically is having and working with tons and tons of people. Um, both inside Happen Your Career and outside Happen Your Career that really push me to be push me to be a better person, specifically a better communicator, a better executor, like executing um on calls, a better coach during calls, after calls, a better mentor for all of our students, both in our programs and from our PCC programs to our CCB programs. It's really taught me a lot of patience and humility and I mean, everything that you learn from a, a company like ours in a in a short amount of time that I have, me and Scott often joke that I've I've learned what most people have learned over, you know, 10 years in about a year and a half. I always appreciate it when we get the opportunities to learn and especially learn new things, which you do all of the time and going through that process. And even if we failed, Scott has been there, been a really great mentor and helped helped me learn the entire way. So I I always appreciate um, 
both the advice he's giving me as a um, as a person who works for Happender Career, as a fellow coach, as um, a friend, also as a mentor. And um, it's I could keep going on, but I know we only have so much time and I don't want to keep our listeners, you know, here all day. But Scott's pretty cool. So when someone feels stuck at their job, one of the biggest pieces of advice I think I could recommend is it comes down to prioritization. This is something I talk about all the time and taking action. So what are the most important things to you now and really defining that clearly for yourself and then taking some sort of action on it, whether it be big or small, whether you're moving across the country or that you're going and actually having a conversation or reaching out to somebody who's doing exactly what you want to be doing or something like that. Deciding what's important in your life now, because we only have so much time left, and then doing something about it, making it tangible in the real world, not researching it, not applying for jobs online about it, but actually doing something about it. Hey, hey, Pete Mikaitis here from the How to Be Awesome at Your Job podcast. Huge congratulations to Scott and the Happen to Your Career team. Wow, 300 episodes. That is a huge milestone. The limit that iTunes will display if you're not a subscriber. Fun fact. I remember I first met Scott when he emailed me subject line, how have we not met yet? And I was like, okay, what's this? And then as I read it, I was like, yes, indeed. How have we not met yet in terms of all the people that we know and things that we're doing? It was clear he was a kindred spirit. We had a fun chat on the phone. I was on an Amtrak and it was funny because he was being super expressively Scott and I was trying to be kind of subdued, you know, because I didn't want to disturb anybody else on the train. I was using sort of a, a smaller voice and I thought, oh man, Scott's going to get the wrong idea of, of who I am <laughs> and, and how how I roll with my personality because of this. But then we appeared at each other's shows. We met up at Podcast Movement. We've been collaborating in uh, a group ever since. So that's just, it's been such a rich, rich blessing to to know Scott. He's been so helpful in terms of helping me think about my podcast and my business differently and in my career and, and where it's going and and simple opportunities and taking the time to proactively share feedback about my 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 web copy, my design, my offerings, being careful about how surveys can be misleading in this way or that way. Just just so many genuine nuggets of wisdom that make all the difference for me. One tip I'd offer to someone who feels like you're stuck in your job is to remember who you're serving, how what you're doing makes a real difference helping real people. Because I think it's so easy when you feel, in my case, oh, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much to do. I've got to do this and this and this and this. And my to-do list is huge. And I got to hustle, 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 make it happen. That you lose sight of, no, wait a minute. The thing that you're doing can be tremendously impactful. It can, it can save lives sometimes. It can dramatically enrich people's lives. It 
that can, even if it's just making money, well, the the stocks that are appreciating are belonging to people's portfolios for saving for college or retirement and, and making their dreams come true. So I think it's just great to recall who you're serving, how what you're doing really does help real people. And it adds a, a whole new dimension of, of purpose and meaning and satisfaction to even drudgery type moments of work. If I could have 300 of something, what would it be and why? Well, you know, I'm tempted to think about things that I really love, like my, my wife and children, but 300 of them, I guess, just wouldn't be, be manageable or practical. So I'm going to take the easy way out and say I'm looking right now at a Pilot Precise V5 RT pen. It is among my very favorites, and I could totally use 300 of them over the course of the next several years because they're excellent and delightful. It would feel great to always know that you've got a favorite pen nearby. My final words to Scott are keep on rocking and doing what you're doing. It's huge. You're happening to people's careers, and it's a blessing that you have happened in my life. So keep on rocking, and peace out. If I could have 300 of something, I would probably set aside 290 of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, what I would take of the 10 that I had left uh, would be 10 new friendships. And I say only 10 because 300 is just way too many. But 10 great f- new friendships are wonderful. There's so much opportunity that relationships open up in our lives. And uh, when I think about what is really valuable to me today, not only from a business standpoint, but also like what makes me happy as a human being, it's being connected with other people. And it's being in community with other people. And it's helping other people to be successful. And them in turn being able to do that for me. If when we have those relationships, those friendships, those supports, like like Scott is for me, it opens up doors for everything else. And if you have 300 of anything else on the planet, <laughs> it's so much more defined. Like, you know, you could, you could have whatever amount of money or whatever amount of resources, but without relationships, there's very little that happens that keeps things sustainable. And one of the most important things I ever did for my career was 15 years ago when I was looking for the next opportunity, I sent an email to, at that time, the 20 or 30 closest people in my life, closest relationships I had. And I said, essentially, I'm struggling right now. I don't know what my neck... I, I, I want to move into a new opportunity, a new job. Um, I wasn't working at the time. And here's what I think I'm looking for. Can you help? And it was one of the people who received that email that ultimately made the connection for me to go work at Dale Carnegie, which was a career and life-changing event for me in a very positive way and changed the direction of what I was doing in a, in a, in a tremendous way. Um, so for me, those relationships are so important. So if I could have 300 or even just 10 new relationships, new friendships that are real and genuine and, where, and, and are long-lasting, that for me is worth more than just about anything else. If I could have 300 of something, I think it would be just conversations where and interactions where I genuinely connect at a really deep level with people. 
with my my family, my kids, people that we help, people that inspire me, people on our team. That's that's it. That's what I at the end of the day, like that's what I love to do. I don't think that there's anything that I would want more of. Maybe more than 300, ideally. But at least 300. I think the thing that I appreciate most about Scott that um, I get to see up close because uh, Scott and I are part of a mastermind group together with other podcasters. And so we're regularly talking about some of the challenges that we're facing and bringing issues to each other that we can ask for support on each other. And the thing that I think is really impressive about Scott is he'll often bring us something that he's working on. And we'll go around the room and talk through, here are some ideas that that he might try to do something differently, either business-wise or personal-wise. And we'll come up with a list of 10 or 15 things for just about all of us anytime we do that. And Scott inevitably is the person who will come back to the conversation a month later, because we usually meet monthly, and he will have worked everything on the list. (laughs) Um, He will either have executed on everything that was suggested, or he very clearly identified something that was suggested that, you know, didn't work for him or the business or whatever right now. But so there's just a tremendous sense of movement. I talked about movement earlier. There's a tremendous sense of movement that I see in Scott. And also along with it, a tremendous sense of gratitude, of just the desire to learn and to grow from others and to, and to honor people by taking advice and moving on it. And I think that that's something that's pretty rare to see in people, that, to do that that consistently. And I'm really inspired to watch Scott do that and want to do a better job at that myself because of his example. I would like to say thank you so much for keeping it up and keeping it consistent. I think it's really uncommon for someone to stay at it and stay focused on the same track, but there's so many people that need help with this and it's amazing to have someone so consistently dedicated over time. The work we do here is important and that's no small feat to Scott, his hard work, his determination and his tenacity and resilience in building this business, which helps out myself, helps out everybody on the team, but getting the opportunity to help out so many people that we get the opportunity to work with and that also listen to our podcast as well. It's, it's no small feat to the sacrifices and the hard work that he's made. And um, we are incredibly lucky that he decided to become a career coach and really start this business instead of taking over the world. Even though I'm sure if he did, we would all have like little anagrams of like pop content or anagrams about other things. And it would be kind of fun, but we're all lucky he decided to do this instead. And I'm incredibly lucky and fortunate and blessed to work and know a man like Scott, especially working at a happened your career and getting the opportunity to build this business with our team, but alongside him. And I'm incredibly fortunate 
for all the interactions I get and we get with him. And I'm excited for the future and the opportunity to keep building a world-class company and really changing, changing the world and making a dent in the universe. Well, Scott, I am sending you a huge congratulations on hitting episode 300. The grit and the perseverance and the commitment that that takes is no small thing, which I am now learning, starting my own podcast, slightly inspired by you. So I am super impressed. And I know that there are hundreds, if not thousands of people all across the world who are making different choices in their lives and are having more fun in their work because of all the great insights and all the great pieces of advice that you have been dispensing over years and years on the podcast. So from all of your listeners, past, present, future, myself included, I want to say a big thank you. It's so cool to see uh, what you've been able to do, Scott, um, you know, to, to see the people that you've helped, the, the passion that you have for what you do. And more importantly, I think the life that you've been able to create for you and your family. Um, you know, I'm, I'm envious at times, you know, when Scott's like, yeah, my, my wife and my kids, we're going to, we're going to go tour Europe for six weeks. And by the way, I'm going to still work and still going to help people and I'm still going to make money. I'm like, man, that's awesome. And I just, to me, it's so cool to see someone make it. You know, I, I, I interact with a lot of people that want to create an online business. They want to create a business where they can have uh, time freedom and, you know, location freedom and, and those types of things. And, and quite honestly, like with any business, very few make it, but Scott has, and, and he's done it by just being obsessive about, about helping people and helping people get what they want. You know, my favorite quote in the world is, is from Zig Ziglar. You know, you can have everything in life you want if you'll help enough other people get what they want. And I, I don't know anybody that's exemplified that more than Scott. And I started off talking to Scott and now I'm talking about Scott. So that's kind of weird, but I'm sure Scott will get what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, this is Josh again. And I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been enjoyable and fun as well as being able to help you get some uh, valuable information kind of give you a summary of some of probably the best tips that we've had as we've gone through the podcast and so we haven't gone in depth maybe as uh, several of the other episodes that we've gone through but kind of wrapped them up into like little nutshell quick little tips that you can be able to implement into your own life and your career change at the same time and so I hope that this has been really helpful for you for me, I met Scott back in 2013, and it was Mark Sievercrop, Mark that's been on this podcast, and he was the one that introduced me to Scott as they were getting ready to start this podcast, and Scott came onto my podcast to explain and talk about the vision and everything that he was doing in regards to Happen to Your Career. And from that very moment, I began my relationship with Scott and we would keep in touch for the year and a half um, that he was going there. Um, and then uh, we finally 
decided that we wanted to work together. And that's when I joined the Happen to Your Career team back somewhere around episode 60 as a podcast editor. And so it's just been a great opportunity for me to be able to work with Scott behind the scenes on all the things here at Happen to Your Career. And since that time, um, I've been able to grow my role to not just the podcast editing, but to be able to help do some of the planning, to be able to help do some of the scheduling with guests. And here in the last six months, being able to do a lot more with the overall content creation for Happen to Your Career as a whole. And so it's been a really, really cool uh, experience that I've been able to have. And it was actually because of Happy to Your Career that I was able to leave my full-time job that I had, I didn't really like, and it was uh, a really uh, burden on me as I was going through that role. And so just less than a year ago, I was able to leave my job to be able to do this podcast and content work full-time. And it's been a, a great privilege. And again, it's been all because of uh, Scott and his help and his influence over the years. And so I definitely appreciate that. And so now I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Scott to give you one final tip as we wrap up this episode. The one thing more so than anything else is continuously take action. However, if you don't know what actions to take yet, then that's where I would say listen to the 299 episodes, remaining 299 episodes of the Happen to Your Career podcast, because that will give you a huge amount of very specific actions to take that will move you in the right direction again and again and again as you're figuring this out, because it's not going to be just one action. It's going to be a series of actions that are spread over time that get you where you want to go, or at least to the next step. Scott, you owe me lunch. It's your turn to buy. Hello, hello. <laughs> like Josh is here, I, <laughs> sprinkled in as laughter. I have too much of a man. I don't giggle. <laughs> Excuse me. Your hearty <laughs> man chuckles over there. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Um, I did you? I can't remember. In the last time we did this, did you find the the elevator music episode? Yeah. Please hold while your party is reached. Hello, 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 hello. Here at HTYC, we're committed to bringing the inspiration, tools, and roadmaps you need in your career journey. Scott's in super good shape. I don't know if people know that, but he's like, it's like Captain America or something. So, which is crazy. I mean, good job, Scott. Way to be awesome. But that's how we met. Uh, through a mutual friend, not on a dating site. Just just to be clear. Uh, Alyssa and Lacey are both going to listen to this and be like, what the heck? <laughs> Which is probably not the part to air. <laughs> this is the time you choose to get sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Evil genius background moment. Excellent. <laughs> My first answer that I would say is that I would like to have 300 of a large Sonic Dr. Pepper. 
that would be the first thing that would actually come to my mind because at the moment I'm on a diet I'm not allowed to have Dr. Pepper so that's what I would want 